What's going on guys? It is your boy TKD one two three here back here in Blazing Sword. This is of course Save Slot Podcast episode 20. The weekly news show about any and all things PS5, PlayStation games, and PlayStation itself. With me, of course, my luxurious co-host, the Arachnite. How are you doing, good sir? Doing well. How are you? Doing good. We're in the thick of E3. You know, we're right smack dab in the middle of it. You know what I'm saying? You love you know? to see yeah. it. Uh, uh, absolutely. absolutely. I, I'm 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 a little bit tired. A little bit. You know what I'm saying, but it's all good. I've been I've been drinking actually G Fuel. Really? During streams, look, man. I don't know if it's placebo. I don't know if it actually works. I'm kind of leaning on the side of like it might actually work, cause I feel juiced up. Well, you know, I feel turned up. Isn't that the whole point? Like, if if it didn't give you energy, like no one would buy it. I mean, it is, but like I always feel like there could be a, like an element of like placebo, right? Where it's like, oh, okay, I'm I'm drinking this juice and I'll be hyped up. Am I really hyped up because of the juice or because the sauce? I think that I'm gonna get hyped up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, as someone who drank G Fuel before work at uh, at our our establishment, uh, it, it is the defining reason why I survive some days. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, I'm starting to. I'm starting to believe the sauce. You know what I'm saying? Tastes good. What what and, flavor? And, and, what flavor be... you rocking? Phase berry. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got that. I got that. I on stream a few days ago. I called it phase juice, but no, it's phase berry. <laughs> phase berry. You know what I'm saying? I. But I kind of like phase juice though. Uh, I kind of like the sound of that. You know what I'm saying? I I the if you want something like. Spicy. I know it sounds weird, but hear me out. The Demon Aid from Doom Eternal actually kind of smacks. The Demon Aid? Yeah, it's uh, it's lemonade with cayenne pepper. Hmm. It interesting. It like I know it's not the intended effect, but it cleared my sinuses any day of the week. Oh yeah, that pepper. Yeah, yeah. I've 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 used that before to clear out the old nostrils for sure. Yeah, for sure. no, it was good. It, it hit well. There we go. You love to see it. You truly see do. So, some housekeeping here. Catch us out here on YouTube.com says Plays in Source, as well as podcast services like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, etc. Via our anchor link down below in the description. Like the video and or rate the podcast to help us get seen by more viewers so we can grow the PSS family. Down below as well, let us know what you like or dislike about the show. And connect with us further on Twitter and Discord in that description. If you're feeling generous, become one of the tiered members like the Prince tier, like to be with Musa and Gameplay Sir for $1, or our $5 King tier members just like Caleb Kaiser, Arachnite, Psychoist Sean, City of Ed Gaming, and the homie Owen. Of course, check out the stream series throughout the week. We, of course, started uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, as well as Resident Evil Village. We ended that whole series off. And uh, next up, we got MGS5 after Ratchet, you know what I'm saying? And uh, maybe we'll hit up Resistance to finish that series off uh, for the second and third game. But we'll get to that when we get there. Of course, don't forget, leave us some podcast reviews, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. You know what I'm saying? Definitely do all that good stuff. And uh, in case you missed it on the channel, you need a little recap on Ratchet and Clank. I did a video that kind of kept you up to speed about the story so far leading up into Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I think I did a good, I think I, I think I did a good job on it. Honestly, check it out if you want to. Definitely, uh, it actually helped me a lot. You know, at least going through the story one more time and like getting more acclimated with it just one more time for sure. Uh, I also put up a reaction and kind of just like info video about the Death Stranding director's cut. Now I know Arachnite. I know I, I can already feel 
you shaking. Okay, I feel that you want to talk about this. You know, I know you loved Death Stranding. I believe it was your game of the year 2019, of course. You know what I'm saying? How are you feeling about Death Stranding, uh, we, Director Scott? <laughs> we love a Strand-type game. The first mm. the first in its league. Yes, like, yes. If yes. you ever... Uh-huh. if. During the quarantine days, if you couldn't walk outside, then here's your experience to walk in a video game mm. and, mm-hmm. and to do mm-hmm. unpaid labor. Hey, man, 60 frames. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? See that joint running 60 frames? Yeah, you know I'm moving a little, walking a little faster, falling over terrain mm-hmm. a little faster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you got to assume director's cut. I'm assuming that means a PS5 upgrade, right? 60 frames points to an upgrade maybe we get those adaptive triggers you know what i'm saying you know haptic feedback you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying haptic feedback is a selling point you know you you Mm. can feel yourself Mm. getting more bored on your controller Mm. Mm. there 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 seems to be new content in the game as well you know we love new content right arachnite you know what i'm saying absolutely you know, it's it's I mean, I mean, I would say that, you know, Death Stranding, a perfect game, didn't really need any more content. But, you know, if, you know, Hideo Kojima being just the kind person he is just to just endow, just to bless us on this E3 week with this fine, you know, news bit here. You know, it's just it's just, you know, it's just it's just you know really humbling, you know, to be in presence of a God. You know what I'm saying? Humbling and God. You know, I just feel so little. When Kojima just gives me some fruits of his labor, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I n- I know we're joking, but what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, um. Hey, but did you see the? Uh, okay, wait, wait. Okay, all jokes aside, did you at least see the trailer? Yeah, I watched it. You you like the Metal Gear stuff? You know what I'm saying? There's some the box. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the box. There was uh, you know. Uh, 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 what else was there? Shit. Yeah. Um, the box. Oh, the mouse going into the going into the vent. You know what I'm saying? You know. Riveting. <laughs> <laughs> there was also uh, up on the channel a Final Fantasy VII remake integrated PS5 reaction. Did a little bit of that, and lots and lots of ripped apart streams, Resident Evil Village streams, all that good stuff. I've been talking for too much. Arachnet, what have you been playing? Uh, I finished up Spider-Man Remastered on the PS5. It holds up King. exceptionally well. Uh, the remaster mm-hmm. is fantastic. They did a, they really knocked it out of the park with the with the remaster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. No, you. Go. I mean, I mean, it's just wild, you know, because I'm gonna talk a little bit more, you know, obviously later on about about ripped apart. And it's just crazy that they gave us Miles remastered and ripped apart in the span of like eight months. <laughs> it is it is insane. They're they're really out here. Yeah, yeah, they are really out here. In Insomniac really in the last few years has made themselves a force to be reckoned with. Like I agree. If if you're thinking like PlayStation Studios before like like think about like 5 years ago maybe. What's one of the first companies that you would say it's like first company that comes to mind 2016 PlayStation Studios. I think Naughty Dog. Yep. And if it wasn't Naughty Dog, then it'd probably be Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. And if not Santa Monica, then you're going down to Sucker Punch. Yep. But Insomniac wouldn't be the first company that comes to mind, but 
within the last few years, they've really made themselves a household name in in gaming because I was never a Ratchet and Clank fan. I didn't really know who Insomniac was or what they did until Spider-Man came out on the PS4. So, since Spider-Man PS4, we got all the DLC for that game, we got Miles Morales, Spider-Man Remastered, and now Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And whenever I think of a PlayStation Studio, Insomniac is like the first or second company I think of when I think of PlayStation Studios based on the the level of their work and the their ability to quickly and consistently release fantastic games like yeah yeah it's because with naughty dog you get a you get a smash hit every like seven years right it's been seven months it's june it is june 11th i think it's June twelfth. Yes, it's June June twelfth. And Miles Morales came out almost seven months ago, exactly. Yeah. In November. Yeah. So, it's just a testament to their quality, and honestly, I can't wait. I watched the breakdown video on Rift Apart, like the story so far. For somebody who's not very familiar with all the inner details of Ratchet and Clank. And I'm really excited to see what Rift Apart can do because I've been hearing great things about it, like from everybody. Yeah, yeah, it's um, yeah. In in my eyes, I think there's no way you don't put Insomniac in your top three right now of uh, first party for sure, for sure. And the only two I would put above them, maybe. Well, one for sure, I think still at this point, Naughty Dog, just because I just love Naughty Dog, right? Like that's a whole separate thing. Um. And then the other one I would say was Santa Monica, but honestly, Santa Monica, I mean, they only put out one. Granted, a lot of people's game of the game of the generation, God of War, fantastic, right? But uh, can they strike lightning twice? Because it seems like Insomniac has struck lightning like four times in a row. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we'll 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 see. And and they're able to put out quality, you know, games in a timely fashion, right? Like seemingly, right? Um, Granted, they have two studios, but still, like, I mean, it's just what it is, right? So, um, yeah, like, I, I would say no lower than top three, personally. Yeah, absolutely. And Tom Max really been out here. Yeah, yeah. They've been they've been out here. They're fighting um, for but, first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'd love to see it, you, you know? Truly. Yeah, yeah, love to see it. Uh, have you been playing any other games besides, uh, of course, the main topic, you know, Final Fantasy VII Integrated and the Yuffie DLC that we're going to discuss about, you know what I'm saying? But have you been playing anything else besides that? Uh, I finished the Mass Effect trilogy. Oh, uh, snap. Okay. Okay. I I finished it. I put 90 hours since it came out last month, almost 100. And I started a new playthrough. <laughs> what? Yeah. Damn. My boy's really out here. Dude, I love these games. Like, Yeah, bro, I hear you. I hear you. Uh, started a new playthrough. A lot of fun. Mass Effect's Legendary Edition is the definitive way to play those games. I could gush on it for hours, but I'll just leave it there. Uh, obviously, Final Fantasy VII Integrated. Like, very, very excited for that. Looks amazing. 60 frames runs really well. Non-existent loading times. And Eris. 
<laughs> and Aerith. Like, I was so happy to see her again in the uh, in the opening cutscene. And I may yeah. have, I may have been I was I was half tempted to text you say like maybe I was wrong about Tifa. What? <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I was not expecting this. She, Tifa I was is gonna a, tell T- Tifa is a sweetheart. I mean, you know, over the past few weeks, man, I was probably going to tell you, you know what? Perhaps I'm perhaps I've been a little bit too critical and too harsh about Aerith. You know what I'm saying? That's look at that. We're 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 growing. able to cross aisles. Look at this. Look at this, guys. Look at this bipartisanship right here. Look exactly. at exactly. Mm mm. You love to see it. You truly, love to see truly. it. Truly. <laughs> Actually, one thing I forgot to mention. Uh, my black dual sense came in, so that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at it charging right now. You know what I'm saying? Shout uh, out. Um, shout out to the king. You know. I was I was thinking about getting one because I've seen some plates and some sticker like a sticker that you can put on the. Uh, on the glossy part of your PS5 to make yeah. it like a matte black, and I I've been looking at it like it's like fifty bucks. It's not bad for an all black PS5. Here's where I'm at, right? I want the black plates, and I know they're available on Amazon, right? Like I could buy some. The thing is that I just don't want to not have the PlayStation logo on the console, you know. So I'm hoping, crossing fingers, that they put out an officially licensed plates that you can buy separately that has the logo on it. You know what I'm saying? I can't even but see I really, the logo. That's the thing. I really shouldn't matter. Like, it really shouldn't matter because I can't even see the logo when I'm using the PS5. Even, even when I'm sitting here right now at my desk, I can't see the logo. It's on the other side in the back corner. So, like, what's the difference? Yeah, you know? my PS5 is uh, horizontal. It's flat on my desk. Oh, okay. So you'll just never. Yeah. yeah, I'll never be able to see it, which is Wait fine. Wait a minute. I don't particularly care. Oh, when it's laid horizontally, the logo is facing downwards, huh? Yeah. So that's a really dumb. Why didn't they put it in the top left? I mean, I mean the the left hand side of the like when you're facing it. Why didn't they put the logo on the left plate instead of the right plate? I I wish they put That's it weird. where the yeah like on the where the where the disk drive would be, like or okay yeah yeah uh, in in that I'll, in I'll that area, that. but it's fine like I know it's a PS5, like yeah it's pretty apparent it's very <laughs> apparent yeah. so yeah. I'm not I'm not too stressed about the logo I do hope they release official plates because with with the design of the PS5. It's really hard to incentivize people to buy a branded, like, oh, here's a Spider-Man PS5. Or you could just buy a plate Mm. and swap them out. Mm. Would you rather buy a whole new console or just swap out the plates? If you want red and black, am I going to buy one anyway? Absolutely. I'm an idiot. But if they release a Spider-Man branded PS5, I'm their day one. Yeah. 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 Who knows? I might I might mess around and get some black plates. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But I'm I'm looking at it. I finished the Final Fantasy 15 DLC, right? I saw. Ignis and Arden. Um Ignis is the best of the bunch for the DLC for sure. That one hits for sure. Um like cuz wait. You wait, you beat 15. Okay, cool. So um Spoilers for people that have not beat Final Fantasy 15 main story. 
I'm gonna spoil the shit of it. Loki <laughs> for Ignis, right? So Ignis during during the battle in Altitia, right? Uh, Ignis ends up losing his eyesight, and you don't know why that happens. But then you get the answer here in the DLC, and the answer, Arachnite, as to how he got blinded is so not what I was expecting, but it's the most hype shit possible. Like it is so fucking cool. So um. I don't want to say how in this, but it's a it's a very good payoff for sure, um, and it's a really really good DLC. Ignis feels so powerful. Um, they made his gameplay feel a lot like Noctis, which is good because they feel like um, you know Gladio's gameplay just does not mesh with the gameplay that they built for the game itself, right? I just feel like it just doesn't mesh that well. Um, Prompto's is a little bit better, but still not as good as Noctis. I think the closest one that feels like Noctis is Ignis, where he has like a grapple gun where he's able to have a little bit more mobility, which makes him a lot, you know, kind of like um, Noctis in that way and stuff like that. So um, I think he plays great and definitely overall, just story-wise, my favorite DLC out of the bunch for sure. Uh, then we get Arden. Arden is interesting because I think they successfully made me feel bad for Arden because like really like when you break it down right and you play through his DLC and you see how he ends up being bad right it's kind of fucked up you know like he he really got a shit card dealt to him and it did not have to be dealt to him you know what I'm saying so yeah I I, I really liked it I like seeing Arden in this like different angle um you know just just seeing him in like interesting premises that you never saw him like in uh, the original game. So, shout out to that. Really, really cool stuff right there. I beat Resident Evil Village. I saw. Arachnite. I did do that. Um, I actually, you know, I really liked it. I, I really, really liked it. You know, my, my new ranking of Resident Evil right now is RE2 Remake, Resident Evil Village, RE7, and then Resident Evil 3 Remake. Yeah, 3 Remake. From, yeah, that's that's the worst I've played so far. The worst one. Which is yeah. which sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. It just, it just didn't bother with it. But Village, I thought, was a really, really cool end. I like where the story went. Um, you know, seemingly like, you know, just it seems like we're going in a new chapter in this era of Resident Evil, right? Um and you know we we have the end of a certain character story and we're going into a new character story seemingly in resident evil 9 um but it it, it was a really really fun end really really cool I, I i definitely liked it a lot more than like resident evil 7's end in a lot of ways really um resident kind evil 7 of. had like such a spider-man ending or at least it, narrating on the the helicopter you actually okay you know it is i feel like the second half of resident evil 7 where you're in the ship and doing all that stuff oh, I, I just think i just think that was a bad decision for that game right and i think here it's it just feels a bit more cohesive right um they just it just i just think they did a better job here with village like giving you a different experience in village without giving you like a drastically different thing that's not what you've been playing this whole time you know what i'm saying yeah i'm like trying to be like spoiler free but like i i just think it worked out very well 
very well. No, I, I agree. Like, I definitely agree yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. And then, uh, of course, you know, I'll I'll talk a lot about it. Of course, on my other podcast, Road to Rift Apart, which of course, if you guys missed that, we interviewed David K, the voice actor for Clank. Definitely check out that interview. It was fucking awesome. It was great. It was a fantastic time. Um, but uh, you know, we talked a little bit after David K had to go um, about the game itself, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Um, as of this recording, I'm five hours in. Um, and uh yeah so i have a lot of time in the game overall and uh, i'm like doing some side stuff off stream but i'm mainly streaming the game and um the game is fantastic the 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 game is so so great like it 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 looks fun to watch right but it also just feels so good to play you know like it it, it really feels spot on um Insomniac are fucking wizards, bro. Like that performance, ray tracing mode Arachnite, I I need every dev to do that. <laughs> I need every dev to do performance RT. That should be the default for games. Absolutely. This generation. Like it is drop dead gorgeous. Like I, I don't understand. It doesn't make sense how they're able to make a game that looks this good with ray tracing. And I, I was I was blown away by it. Uh, on miles two, like the the same exact way, and it, it, it's it's insane. That mode is crazy. Um, I'm loving the story so far. Right, I think they are doing a good job at you know having the game be accessible to new players while really giving those longtime fans like the lore that they want and, and stuff like that. So I think they're balancing that well. And yeah, I mean, it's great. Make sure to check out the uh, streams when they're up. And um, yeah, good game. Good game. Really like it. Really like it. I highly recommend it. Highly recommend it already. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. We and good. I also, huh? We eating good lately. Oh, we're we're <laughs> we're eating so good. We're eating so good. Also, I'm curious to see how you feel about Rift Apart if you ever pick it up soon. You know, m- maybe after like, uh, maybe like after FF7 or something. I'm curious to see how you feel about it for sure, for sure. But um, going into the PS5 Iraq. Arachnite PS5 watch, excuse me. Um, apparently there's a story where, like, dual senses may be telling you that it needs to charge a little bit earlier than it than it should, right? Like, it's saying that, like, the low battery indicator is, like, coming on too early, right? And it's kind of, like, broken in a way, I guess. Mm-hmm. People have been saying that. Um, so, I guess, like, you know... Th- I have like really like no news here. I I I just want to ask you like, have you noticed anything about that? Like, do you notice your dual sense running low on battery pretty frequently? Like, how do you? What has the battery life been with your dual sense? It's always plugged in. So, oh really? Okay. Since gotcha. since my PS Five is right next to me, like it's within reaching distance. Uh, mm-hmm. the the cable is definitely long enough for uh, for it to be plugged in comfortably. So, it's pretty much always plugged in, and whatever I'm done playing, I don't play for long enough for it to be fully charged and die. So, I'll play for a while with it unplugged. If I'm sitting anywhere else, then I'll just plug it back in when I'm back at my desk. So, I've never really had an issue with the uh, the battery, the battery life, at least at this current moment. I see, I see. I did notice that when I was playing Returnal, my battery drained fucking quick. 
I feel like because like all the haptics in that game and all of the like trigger stuff and everything in that game, I think it drains the battery quicker. I mean, I'm not sure. Like that that's how I feel because I feel like even when I'm playing like Ratchet or when I'm playing um, you know, Village as well, like other games with haptic feedback and everything, it doesn't drain as nearly as fast as it does with Returnal. I'm I'm not quite sure why. You know, but I felt like with Returnal it drained a lot faster, but everything else I don't notice my controller's dying whatever you know what i'm saying so just forgot to throw that in there just a, a, a interesting little thing to follow for sure um next up here i know you were talking about how you were wanting like a spider-man ps5 bundle and all that good stuff uh well not bundle but just like specific console right right uh it looks like you know there were some uh, rumors around the black and some people were taking photos of a ps5 bundle in france that has ripped apart and it is true it is true. So, um, Pushcore says, if you needed further evidence of Ratchet Clank Rift Apart PS5 bundles releasing in France, well, here they are. Real physical hardware boxes featuring Insomniac Games platformer on the cover. Um, so far, these have only released in France, but uh, they may be released elsewhere. They, we have yet to see. So, in case you want a PS5 and you want a really, really, really good game with it, you know, and, and you're in France, you know, do they have French fries in? France is that fucked up, bro? <laughs> Y'all got French fries in France? I need to know. Do they? I mean, I mean, I mean, I'll, or is that like an American thing that we made up? You know? Uh, I a lot I of don't questions. I don't have the history of French fries. Mm. Uh, mm. At, at in mind, I don't have I don't have that downloaded. Mm. Mm. Lucky you, I got Google. Quote. Despite its name and popularity, the French fries are not French. The origins can be found in Belgium, where historians claim potatoes were being fried in the late 1600s, but American soldiers were first introduced to the fries while they were stationed in Belgium during World War I. These motherfuckers, man. Well, it sounds better it's, than Belgium fries. It does. It does. Like, it does, I suppose. But then why, 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 why are they called French fries? Yeah. Uh, maybe the French just took them. These these are the real questions, you know. These like 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 fuck any game we're talking about. These are the real questions here. Is you know there life saying? on other planets? What happens after it, we die? Who really made the first French fry? What's the concept of dreaming? Like, what what are dreams? Well, you know what I'm saying? I mean, dreams you could break down. It's just it's neuroscience. I'll, I'll go. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Right, Excuse my me. Right, my bad. My bad. <laughs> that I can talk about. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Um, what's another one? Did you ever, do you remember seeing that, like, paint that was so black that, like, it, it blocked all, like, light bouncing off it as well? So it was just, like, the pitches of black that you could ever see. Yeah, I believe so. On Earth. That was cool. That was cool. That was cool. That was cool. I want a shirt like well, that. I, I mean, I want a soul like that, too. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Just don't let any light in me. It's fine. Okay, Sephiroth, go it's off. <laughs> I, I, I am one with the darkness. You know what I'm saying? Okay, Sephiroth, uh, go off. Damn, I still haven't... Oh, wait, no, actually, no. I, I saw his, uh, I saw his uh, black feather drop. Oh, you're, yeah. Yeah. Like what is that? Chapter two. 
No, that was chapter one during oh, yeah. the bomb reaction. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's a little thing. Also, I posted on Twitter, but when I was leaving work one day recently, a fucking black feather next to my car. He's coming. Please take me out of this misery, please. Bro? Let me be... Let me be in the grade first, and then you can take me out of it. Then you can take me out uh, of my misery. Uh, you're telling me you, don't, you wouldn't fight Sephiroth? I would certainly try. <laughs> I don't know if I'll be good, but I'll... But I'll uh, you're going to post up? I'll try. I mean, I bet he's never seen the Draco. You know, I'm sure he's never seen the... I'm sure he's never seen the Glizzy. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You're going to fight Sephiroth, the yeah. one-winged angel, with a, uh-huh. with a Glizzy. Absolutely. <laughs> Fair. Listen, man. Look. I'll put some materia on it, man. It'll be all right. You know? I was going to say, is like Sephiroth's never seen a gun, but never He's mind. definitely never seen a gun. He's, he's, wait. Yeah, there are guns. Oh, wait, no, he has. Yeah, there are guns. There, yes, there I are. forgot. Yes, you're right. Yes. Well, he's never he seen has mine. Seen a gun. <laughs> never seen my gun. Never seen my gun. On to news here. Um, of course, we're talking about Ratchet Clank Rift, the Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And uh, in Time Act developers, um, a lot of them came out and said some quotes about the culture within Insomniac. And I just forget, I just bring it up here, you know, just because I know last week we talked a little bit about Crunch and all that. Um, but let's hear from Insomniac Games developer Grant Parker. I believe he's on the design team, given his uh, at Grant P Design, I think, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he says, I'd appreciate people sharing this positive um, because it's important. Hashtag Ratchet PS5 is at an 89 average score on Metacritic, and I can't speak for anyone on the team but myself, but I did not crunch once. 40-hour weeks the whole time. It's possible to make... Sorry. It is possible to work on a great game without suffering. We had Lindsay Thompson here as well, says who says, and quote tweets Grant, saying, I didn't crunch once, entire production. A couple late nights here and there, finishing something up, but completely crunch free. It is possible. Team wellness lets the creativity, team wellness lets lets the creativity flow free. So, I don't know if you have any like you know, uh, any any big thoughts about the topic, but I just forget. I just give some context, you know, just because like that's a hot topic these days, and um, it's nice to hear from from devs like those that were actually working on the game and those that would be uh, under the effect of crunch, right? How they had their experience with a high-profile game like Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. So, no crunch. No crunch. No crunch. I I'm really glad to hear that that's the situation. And they're right. You don't have to sacrifice your soul and your body and your relationships to make an amazing game. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just like, it just makes me love Insomniac that much more. Yeah. yeah. It's like, not only are they like, everybody there seems like they're having a good time. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. nobody there is like, it's like, oh, I'm working 90 hour weeks, no overtime. <clears throat> CD. Um, <laughs> yikes <laughs> like it's anybody that says like oh you need crunch in order to make these kinds of games get that mentality out of here yeah I don't like the mentality I will say that like you know I think you need to obviously put hard work right but hard efficient work within the parameters of a 40 hour work week is what I mean by that right Right. Like, I think I think that's crucial I think that's important to have a drive right uh, what you do but uh, 
a drive contained in the 40-hour work week. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm at. But I agree. Good to see it. Good to see it. Next up here, I don't know why this kept this 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 crop cropped up again, but I guess people forgot that Naughty Dog was working on the multiplayer projects, bro. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know why this was, but we got this quote here in a in a job listing here from Naughty Dog for multiplayer focused job listings. They say here uh, that they want to bring on someone that uh, will quote bring the same level of ambition and quality of our signature story driven games. Um, to its new online experience and I'm not sure why this was news this week but if you guys forgot Naughty Dog is making a multiplayer game Arachnite I assume you knew this I, I did <laughs> you know what I'm saying I'm in the I, know I, I don't know why that was news bro I, I don't know why people were flipping out oh well oh well oh well next up here now this was announced at Summer Games Fest right this is a big deal, okay? So I'm gonna need the floor to break this down, Arachnite, okay? Absolutely. Are you aware of Call of Duty? <laughs> Are you aware of Call of Duty Zombies? Uh, I assume yes. I have. I've heard the name maybe here and there. You're aware of like the premise of like an Easter egg, you know, quest being in a COD Zombies map, right? Like the Ascension Easter egg. The moon Easter egg, per- you know, like these long multi-step things to do in the maps, right? Perhaps. Yeah. Okay. Um, last thing I'll ask: You're aware that the zombies would had slash does s- still have right now like a storyline from map to map, yeah. right? Like with uh, you know, Rick, Toffin, Takio, you know, what I'm saying Dempsey, Nikolai, Sam. Etc. Right, like like that whole long storyline that um, it's called the Ether storyline. I believe so. Okay. Long story short, the man behind that Ether storyline is Jason Blundell. Okay, uh, he's a big deal within Treyarch, or was a big deal in Treyarch, right? Um, and he was a big deal to the zombies community for Call of Duty, right? Just because, like, he would put ciphers in the maps and different stuff like that. And, like, just he designed a story, like, that was super, super good. Not like he was the only one that did it. There were others before him that started it. But he, like, took it up another level during Black Ops 3, right? So come um, halfway through, like, Black Ops 4, he kind of just went radio silent low-key. And he essentially, you know, kind of said that he left Treyarch, right? Like... But he was very, very quiet about the whole thing. Didn't talk about it. But he kind of just, you know, just was not working on zombies all of a sudden, right? Um, And it's still continuing with Cold War and everything. But, like, it's just not under his leadership, right? Then we take it to this Thursday, Summer Games Fest. It gets announced that Deviation Games is a new developer that is going to bring a new IP to the gaming space. And uh, it is where Jason Bundell's at. Like, he started it with the CEO, Dave Anthony. They've been longtime friends. And um, there's a hundred there's a hundred different developers that are, that are on the team and different stuff like that. Um, and they even have one um, COD Zombies YouTuber as well named JC Backfire that got hired there as well. Like, it's a really cool thing. What, what it really ties to PlayStation is that they are partnering with PlayStation 
to be able to make a brand new original IP. So they have been funded by PlayStation financially, and now they're working on a new IP for the PlayStation 5. Which is dope as fuck. Because I love Jason Blundell. I love the cost storyline. And he's just able to make like really good storylines, like really good worlds, really good characters. So I can't wait to see what they do here with the deviation game. So um, given that you aren't like the biggest zombies fan, uh, I assume you don't have anything crazy to say. Oh uh, no, saying, I was but... joking, dude. I'm a huge zombies fan. <laughs> wait, are you dead ass? I was joking. <laughs> We've talked Bro, about it. Bro, I thought you were being... we, were ta- <laughs> we, we talked about it. So you know who Jason Blundell is? Yes. Oh, let's fucking go, bro. Are you hyped as fuck, yeah. bro? I'm hyped as fuck, <laughs> bro. I'm turned up. Dude, I put... I'm turned up. My middle school days, I can't tell you the amount of hours. Like, Friday... Okay, let, let, let me set the stage. It's Friday. It's the mm. Friday before spring break. You had just gone out of school. The air... The air is cool. The breeze is light. You w- just walked out of your sixth grade class. You go home... You message your friends on the on the old PS3 PlayStation Network messaging. You get in a party. You load up Ascension. Yes, sir. You you play until the sun goes down. It's nighttime, and you're still playing Ascension. Yes, sir. You go. You go to NGT Zombies. Oh. <laughs> you watch. You watch Spider Bite and the boys play through Moon. You watch the videos on the on the Easter eggs and how to do them. Mr. Roffer Waffles got to yeah. shout out to homie. You, you watch the boys play through zombies yes, Friday night. You go to a friend's house to sleep over Saturday night. You're playing Moon. You're playing, you're playing like Call of the Dead. Playing Shangri-La. You got all the good stuff. Yes, sir. Like, yes, dude, sir. That would, if I had to pick a game, like... A multiplayer game that was my childhood, it would hands down be Black Ops One Zombies without a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt. I just, man, I just love the zombie storyline, bro. Like, I know there's a lot to it. I know that probably ninety percent of the zombies community can't really even like tell you front to back what the zombie storyline is correctly, right? But it's so fucking good, bro. It's, it's so, so good. good, man. It's so good, bro. So I just can't wait to see what they do here with this game, bro. And I expect this to be maybe at minimum four years away. Oh, at yeah. minimum, it's gonna be a while. right. But I'm just excited to see what happens from it, bro. I can't wait. I can't wait. You know, we can't wait. We've been getting a lot of like spiritual successors lately. Yeah. With yeah, you're right. Uh, Back for Blood coming out later this year. Mm-hmm. I might be the only one I know that's excited for Back for Blood. I think Christian is too. I'm pretty sure Christian is too. I think. Shut up, Christian. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Be sorry, be sorry, be sorry. I'm a I'm a huge Left 4 Dead fan, so Back for Blood. This is good news. Like, I zombies kind of like companies were in like the mid to late 2000s to the like mid 2010s. It was all zombies all the time, and then it just stopped. Like, people are getting kind of tired of zombies. I get that. But it just, I've never seen a faster drop-off of a genre other than maybe Battle Royales. Yeah. Like, yeah, I 2017 <clears throat> was, ba- every game had a Battle Royale. Fallout got a Battle Royale. We got PUBG and Fortnite, and we got all of them. Call of Duty, 
it's just, and then no more battle royales. Yeah. Same thing with zombies. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I just wonder what they're working on. Like, obviously, they can't give us, like, a, a continuation of the zombie storyline, right? And, like, they kind of just... And it's kind of over, kind of. Oh, yeah. Cold War Zombies does not look fun. It's... I'm, and, like, I'm not too jazzed about the story either. Like, it's kind of interesting, right, to see Sam post, you know, Ether storyline and everything, but... At a certain point, I just miss the four characters. Oh, the boys. Right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I miss that whole thing, right? Like, I think, in my opinion, Black Ops 3 is the best storyline stuff that we've ever gotten in Zombies, for sure. Black Ops 1 holds a special place in my heart, too, obviously. But, like, story? the way they turned up. Yeah. Huh? It's story yeah. Black Ops 3. Yeah, like, just pure story. Like, what goes on in that game is fucking insane. Like, for real. Um, that was iconic time, so just can't wait to see what Blundell does for sure. I'm excited for it, and uh, I'm definitely looking out for this. Obviously, uh, we get a double bonus because it's PlayStation related for sure, but it's cool just to see him on their own doing their own thing. So we will see. We shall see. You know, Phil. Okay, so look. So tomorrow we got the Microsoft E3 conference, right? But um i gotta just pull up on phil spencer a little bit you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna pull up in a in a malicious way you know what i'm saying but you know he's been he's been talking a little bit spicy okay so um i'm gonna i'm gonna read this quote here from push square after boasting of being the only company to ship tiles across pc consoles and the cloud on the same day phil spencer said quote others bring console games to pc years later not only making people buy their hardware up front, but then charging them a second time to play on PC. And I... You know... Listen, Phil. Listen. Phil. I mean, Is that cool to call you Phil? He's kind of spitting a little bit, though. Objectively, he's right. But I just... I. I just found this uh, this delivery to be a little bit saucy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's saucy. As a, it's, it's, it's definitely saucy. And, like, hey, a, a part of me likes the sauce. You know? I'm 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 down for some, for some uh, you know, for some shots here and there. You know what I'm saying? But this one, I just, I just like to just make everyone aware that it was said. That's it. I just want, you know, it's just, uh, it just, uh, just to bring it to people's attention that uh, this is what Phil... Spencer said, I know people call him Phil Daddy Spencer over here on the uh, X spot. Yeah, I hear people call him that. I, I hear people call him Daddy Phil, Uncle Phil, you know. Uncle which Phil's is funny. Dis- Kind of. There's there only one Uncle Phil in my eyes, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it's not Phil Spencer. Yeah, you know? I, I get but, that. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, you, you uh, got any thoughts on this, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know... I, I know you're pro bringing all the games to PC day one and all that. So, I, any thoughts on this? I I'm yeah I'm I'm in the boat of like bringing PC you know games to PC. Like, I agree with him. Like fundamentally, it's if if I have the option of playing a game like it's like okay this will come out on PC eventually. What am I gonna do? I'm not gonna wait because I'm impatient. <laughs> I'm not going to wait four years, five years. Like, imagine, you tell me in 2016, it's like, hey, 16-year-old Arachnite, 
You want to wait five years to play the last main Uncharted game on your computer? Or you just want to buy it now? It'll cost you the same amount of money. It's like, I'm just going to buy it now. And when Uncharted 4 comes out on PC, am I going to buy it? Yes. But I shouldn't have to buy the game twice to experience it on the like on somewhere that I would prefer to experience it on. At, at If you put Uncharted 4, if it released now... I feel like I could run it pretty well on my computer. 2016 me could not run it well on his computer, so I probably would have just gone with the PS4 version anyway. And that's something we've talked about more than once. It's just not everybody can run those massive games well unless they're optimized beautifully. Right. So, and even with the PS5 the way it is, I would still probably choose to play a majority of my games on the PS5. Because it's faster, and yeah. the the performance difference isn't that significant. Like I don't have a computer. I don't think my computer could run Miles Morales at four K sixty with ray tracing. Right. There are some that could, and they get the best experience possible. But I'm not one of them, and my computer is already beefy. So I can only imagine where they are in terms of price point. So. The only thing. I- I found weird about this, right? I mean, uh, I guess not weird, just interesting to note uh, how integral Game Pass is to the future of how they look at Xbox, right? Um, Like, they even say here, quote, Others bring console games to PC years later, not only making people buy their hardware up front, but then charging them a second time to play on PC. And he brings up, one of the things that's wrong with that, which is not only making people buy their hardware up front, which I just think, I mean, th- that's just an interesting thing to add there. Cause like you sell hardware, right? Like, like as far as I'm aware, a series X and a series S definitely released in November. Am I, am I wrong? You, like, like you are correct. That's a, that's a thing that you, you do as well. Right. Granted now, in this new wave and now we see you know just how they are looking at like at least in my eyes like this just tells me how much they are more looking towards the future of game pass as opposed to dedicated their hardware which i just find super interesting you know what i'm saying that like he even went so as far as to say like companies that are selling hardware to play exclusive games that's somewhat of a detriment even though he and Xbox do the same thing, but granted, now their games are no longer exclusively on their console. And uh, and hey, we're seeing a shift with that side over here as well on the PlayStation side. You know what I'm saying? Um, you can buy Horizon Days Gone. You're gonna be able to buy Uncharted 4 on PC now. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's just that time difference now for sure. But I just found that really interesting. You know. Not necessarily bad, not necessarily like great. I'm just, I'm just taking notes. You know, I'm just curious, and it, and this is just very, very intriguing to see what Phil Spencer's like willing to say out loud. You know what I'm saying? I it's interesting. I kind of like how. Uh, I know that there, are, like, some people joke about like brands, you know, like Silence Brand. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like how the companies that they know younger people use 
are more vocal. It's not like... It's not just corporate speak every day of the week. Yeah, yeah. Like, there there was a, a serious disconnect between, you know, consumers and the companies that, you know, you get those products from. And I'm not going to be buddy-buddy with a company, but it's nice to see that there is, you know, like, they're having fun with it, too. These aren't just drones. Like these companies are having fun with, you know, maybe talking a little trash here and there. Like, maybe having a little fun. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think, I, 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 I don't mind it. I think it's fun. Yeah. And, um, they do include, you know, um, recently, like, Herman Hulse um, quote on PC releases and everything and uh, he said quote and I hope that a new set of fans can and will enjoy that title and that's the goal we want to reach new gamers who haven't yet experienced the great stories characters and worlds that we've built period right um, so yeah it's 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 interesting that yeah what what I find interesting too is that like you know Herman talks about wanting to just expand the popularity of their IPs right not necessarily you know because I have a PS5 and I bought um you know uh uh Last of Us Factions right later on that I'm gonna be able to also somehow be able to have that same copy on PC right like maybe I log in my PlayStation account um, you know, through Steam or, or through Epic Game Store and it's able to read my library on my PlayStation 5 and I'm able to redeem the PC version of that game because of that, right? Like, that's not what Herman Holst sees this push towards releasing their PlayStation games on PC. It's just simply to expand the popularity of their IPs and reach new audiences, right? But Phil Spencer talks like were like um like Herman is trying to like emulate what they're doing to the same degree because he says that you know oh um uh we also you know don't uh you know force players to buy it a second time right as if like that was Sony's MO does that make sense Arachne? It, it's not really a, does that kind of make sense or or no it, or like I I understand where you're coming from it's not really a force yeah. But it, the word force um, might have been a poor choice of words because I believe his reasoning behind that that word choice is giving players a choice. Choice implies that there is no force in which direction you go. You get to choose your path. You want to buy it straight on PC? Go ahead. You want to buy it on your console? That's fine too. But with, a, with Sony, it's you have to buy it on this console or forget about it. And if, if you want to wait a few years and then rebuy it, well, then you're just going to have to wait. It kind of okay. it forces okay. you. It's like um, you, a fork in the road opposed to a corridor. A corridor, you only have one direction you can go unless right. you refuse to take the path at all. But with a fork in the road you get to choose which direction you walk in. You get to experience the same path, just in a different direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. Okay, okay. I see that. I guess, I don't know, like, it just, 
it just sounded like the the reply, I guess, quote unquote, or just like Spencer like talking about the opposition, right? Um, like they were trying to like put down a similar model that like they were doing, right? Where it's like, yeah, like PlayStation games are coming to PC, but Herman Holtz has been very, very blunt and very, very clear where like it's about reaching new gamers and reaching a new audience, you know, for those that have not experienced their games, right? As opposed to Spencer and Xbox, where it, it definitely is, they are building an ecosystem, right? Like, like they are building a play anywhere type of dilemma, and they have initiatives like play anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just found it, I just found it very interesting. You know, so yeah, yeah. I appreciate your uh, rebuttal, though. Definitely do, definitely do. Because yeah, you're right. Like, like force was like the wrong word to use, but like, I don't know. I just it was just a weird, just, just, just a quote that, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It, it came off negatively, like, more than it should have. Like, I, I think above all else, like, like, you know, Spencer's quote, others bring consoles to PC, uh, to PC years later, not only making people buy their hardware up front, but then charging them a second time to play on PC. It's just more of, like, he's, like, touting what they do. Right? Yeah. And not necessarily, like, saying that... How I phrase it? Like, he's just, like, bolstering what Xbox does. Right? Is, I think, more of the objective here with this. As opposed to... I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I just... I just... I just... Yeah. It's I just... Like, what are, interesting. Look, look at what we're doing compared to them. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah. But... Yeah. I don't know. There are a lot of yeah, but yeah. In that. I know I'm like fucking up because like I'm just losing my words here, like trying to explain what I'm trying to say. But like I think that it's just the point of like not only making people buy their hardware up front, but then charging them a second time to play on PC. When it's like okay, charging them a second time to play on PC, like is PlayStation charging me a second time to play on PC? If I have a PC and I want to play Horizon Zero Dawn again on PC, then yeah, I would I would have to buy it again. But like, I think, but like that's not the point. Like like like, Herman Holtz doesn't want me necessarily to go and build and buy a PC to play their PlayStation games on PC. It's for people that don't have a PlayStation. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's for those to reach a new audience, right? For those PC gamers that do not have a PlayStation, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I think, and that's what they've 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 said. the The main reason as to why they are putting PlayStation games on PC It's not to give me a choice; it's to give other people access. And I feel like Phil Spencer is replying as if PlayStation is trying to give me a choice, rather. PlayStation is ultimately trying to give new people access to their games. Does that make a little more sense? I think that's what that's what I was trying to say. I think. No, yeah, it, it makes clear sense. Yeah. Like your point comes across clearly and concisely. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm using all the brain meats. I'm using all the brain meats. You know what I'm saying? The br- what? Brain meats. Huh? Never heard of brain meats. No. No. Brain meats. You know. Brain what, what? meats. Yeah. Like you're you know, a you butcher. Gotta, you gotta, yeah, sometimes you gotta just allocate all the brain meats to a single thought, you know, and then you, Neuron, you go about your business. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Neurons? 
brain needs, sir. <laughs> Uh, because I know that neurons are what what help okay. process thought. Like, you know, the myelin sheet around those neurons, the uh, how viable those are, or how quickly information passes through your brain, and how quickly you retain information. Brain meets. You know what I'm saying? I've never heard that. <laughs> that's that's disgusting. That sounds so gross. <laughs> brain meets. That's so weird. Oh, Ew. <laughs> Ew. You know, it's it's from Dashi, to be honest. I, I just watched him as Dashi. I I haven't watched Dashi in a minute. I I, I fucking love Dashi. Oh yeah, he's I funny. He's like he's his Arkham hilarious. Knight. Did you watch his Arkham mm. Knight playthrough? I didn't. I used to mainly watch his uh his Super Mario Maker videos. Oh yeah. But Super Mario Maker two ended like two weeks ago. Episode hundred end of the series it hurts Damn. i miss it you know i miss it oh well next up here we have uh jim ryan kind of reflecting on his quotes that we've all picked apart about him right like he essentially painted out like he just does not like old games he he asked the prospect of like why would anyone want to play like the grand like any of like you know ps1 games or like ps2 whatever like why would people want to play those games etc right um, that's what, like, he's... So, yeah, here. So, this is what he said, and I quote, this is back when he was talking about old games, right? Why would anyone... Why would anyone play this? The PS1 and the PS2 games, they looked ancient. Like, why would anybody want to play this, right? He said that, okay? Now he has some new quotes <laughs> about those whole reflections. So, let's 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 bring those up to light. This is what Phil Spencer... Sorry, not Phil Spencer. This is what Jim Ryan says today. Quote... The point I was trying to make, obviously not very well, was just how great the PlayStation 4 version looked and how far the series had evolved. I certainly wasn't trying to be disrespectful to our heritage. I guess my big learning from all of this is that when, um, oh my god, uh, Kazunori Yamauchi, I hope I said that right, unveils the next Grand Turismo side by side with his history that I will keep my mouth shut. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's probably he probably got a phone call right after. He's like, "Hey, uh, you're an idiot." Like after the first quote or the second quote? The uh, the first quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree. It's I like, agree. what did you just say? Because, hey, I don't even play Gran Turismo. I was like, what? Then why do people want to play old games? Just play the new one. It's like. There's a reason people want to. Why do you think emulation's a thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that we all properly ripped him for that first quote. Like you're um you're the head of PlayStation, sir. Um um you should never talk about your old games in this context. Yeah. You gotta, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? you gotta like, think. Yeah, like 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 I like when I really take okay, when I take a step back, right, and I give him the benefit of the doubt, and I and I let him, you know, try to speak truth in that second quote, I can understand where he's coming from, right? Like I get that you were trying to say how good the current generation looks, right? But you definitely did not say that at all well in the first quote. You gotta really articulate better. Yeah, 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 
Like, like he dropped yeah, the ball he, super hard. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So just just figured I'd give that quote out there, you know, just to kind of get a read on Jim Ryan's, you know, how, how he feels about old games because I guess, the, you know, it's a touchy subject for him. I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, so that's uh, that was that right there. We got two more stories here. First up here, uh, PS4 saves, I guess, aren't that crazy. So um, I'm sure that you're aware, but Fallen Order, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, of course, from Respawn, uh, did get a shallow drop PS5 version on Friday. So you can now, you know, play the game at a higher resolution than before, higher frame rate, faster load speeds, etc. And you're able to use, even though that, like, even though this is a native PS5 version of the game, you're still able to use your PS4 save on the PS5 version, which was not always the case in, in a lot of games. You just did it, Arachnite. You just transferred your PS4 save to your PS5, I think. For Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, I know I did. I did. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wait, I forgot. You said you wanted to start fresh. Right. I forgot. Uh, I forgot. It's also because, like, I have the save downloaded on my PS5 from the cloud, mm-hmm. and it says that it doesn't, like, recognize it. What? Like, I, I uploaded the, the save. Like, I have the save downloaded from the PS4 cloud. When I got my PS5, I uploaded all my saves. And it says I have the FF7 save. And but when I go into the the the, uh, the main page of Intergrade, it's not letting me download it. Interesting. So I thought about it. I was like, I want to play this on hard. And I have the save. I checked my storage. I checked the cloud. It's all there. Hmm. And it's not doing it. It's like, oh, you have to go directly from your PS4 and upload it from there. And uh, that's not going to happen because I don't have my PS4 anymore. Well, you can always download like like the PS4 version of the game to your PS5. Like you can do that. That's what I did for this round. I I downloaded the PS4 version of the game running on PS5, um, and then upload the save and then download it on the PS5 version. It's 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 really stupid. Like it's, like, it's it, a little dumb. It's it's not the best way they've they've handled you know PS4 saves reading on PS5 games, um, but apparently here you know on Fallen Order it's able to read it with little hassle at all. So uh, they say your quote on PS5 ensure your console has the PS4 save data on system storage, and then all you got to do from there uh, is click import PS4 system data software. Sorry, import PS4 system save data prompt on the on the startup screen you select it and then boom you're able to use your old saves like there's no mess about going to the ps4 version and uploading it it's just a native way it just it just reads it must be nice yeah it's weird and like i'm thinking more and more maybe it's just developers are getting used to the ps5 architecture and like maybe there's a way to just like you know maybe there's just been new information brought to light that now they're able to just do this now as opposed to previous games that we've had where like you know spider-man to spider-man remaster and so i like had to you know install that module to move over the ps4 to ps5 Final Fantasy 7 etc so just figured i'd note that there like it's interesting that you know we have uh these developments in the save data thing so maybe it won't be that big of a deal in the future hopefully i hope not. it's kind of kind of, a pain. It's kind of annoying yeah kind of annoying 
last news here, you know what I'm saying? Uh, also, I'm going to rapid fire some games that were announced during this E3 week. Um, but <laughs> uh, PS5 console exclusive, I'm sure you recall this, Arachnam. I'm sure you remember Godfall, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Honestly, I forgot that came out. I did too. I did too. Until today. It was uh, unveiled during Gearbox's E3 conference, which, by the way, horrible conference. Horrible conference. I heard it was um, bad. It was really fucking bad, dude. It was it was such a waste of time. Um, but they are putting out the game on PS4 hey, on August 10th. Please buy this game. <laughs> but my argument is like, bro, I don't know if people on PS4 are going to buy Godfall. Uh, yeah, there, it is, it is a desperate plea. It's like... Like, have, have we ever seen a game announced for the last gen hardware after the release of the new gen hardware? Have we ever seen that before? Uh, not to the extent of my knowledge. Like, and, and I mean, like, it's on PC, so, like, there's that too, but, like, I don't know, man. Yeah, I just, I just don't know, like, yeah, this is definitely, like, a last... A last attempt, Hail Mary, at re at reviving this game, bro. Please buy the game. I mean, the only way I'm playing this game is if it's on PS Plus. To be honest with you. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna play it at all. That's it. And like, even if it's on PS Plus, like if I'm busy, I can easily see myself just not even getting around to it. But I would like to try it out someday. Like to be completely honest, like I would like to just at least try it out. Um, but I would just get it on PS Plus. I'm not trying to buy it. Yeah, mm-hmm. you uh, you can miss me with that, like genuinely. Yeah, it's it's also just weird that like honestly, I'm not even lying. This is how bad their conference was. I swear on my life, the most noteworthy thing out of that conference was Godfall coming to PS4. That's embarrassing. Yeah, and it's like, why was that the biggest takeaway from your conference when we have new consoles right now? Like they they didn't show their new game. Which is, um, uh, oh my god, I forgot the name of it. <laughs> Shit. Um, oh, Wonderlands, right? The Tiny Tina spinoff, Borderlands game. They had no gameplay there, but they had plenty of gameplay from fucking Godfall PS4 version. And it's like, what? <laughs> I don't know, bro. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you sell the PS4 and, and, and you, and you want to play Godfall, it's, uh, it's coming to a, come to a PS4 near you, August 10th. You know, get hyped. Let's go. You know, you know what I'm saying, Iraq Knight? Listen, I I say let's just bring out our let's just bust out our PS4s. I'm gonna rebuy my PS4 just to play mm. Godfall. Mm. King shit. King shit. Before we get to the question of the week, I did wanna I did wanna rapid fire four games and get your opinions on them, okay? I want you to give me a give me a give me a give me a yay or nay. You know, we'll do this old school style, okay? Yay or nay. I'm gonna read you four games, okay? All right. Battlefield 2042. Uh, is there a meh? Okay, meh. That's fine. Yay, meh, or nay? Okay, yeah. Yeah. We'll do meh. I'll do I'll do a slight yay until I see gameplay. I really want to see gameplay, but it is looking good. I like how it's in the you know near distant future, um, coming out October. I think October something. I think 22nd comes to mind, but I forgot. Uh, coming to PS5, of course. So. Yeah, it's that a one. it's a meh for yeah. me. Yeah. Would like if it shows good gameplay wise, would would you be more inclined to buy it or like are you just not that into Battlefield? I I was never really into how big Battlefield was. It okay. feels like there's a hundred different things going on at once. 
and which is why I preferred Call of Duty. It's it's a lot more focused and like tight, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. I can see that. I can see that. It's okay. Elden Ring. Sorry. Uh yeah. Elden Ring is the name on everybody's lips. For I, you it's a yay? Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check out Elden Ring. I'm not as hyped as like other people are, but like I still think it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Coming out uh, January something, I forgot again. January 2022, you know, so not that far away. No, not really. that far away. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, the jury's out on Elden Ring, you know. I'm obviously don't see myself playing at launch, you know. Um, but hey, I, th- there's a perhaps this is perhaps this is the timeline of Ragnite. Perhaps I get around to October. I play Bloodborne. I fall in love with Bloodborne. Maybe I check out Demon Souls. You know what I'm saying on PS5. You know what I'm saying, and uh, maybe I end up getting Elden Ring. Who knows? Who knows? But we'll see. Rainbow Six Extraction. No. This hard no. This is of course uh, Rainbow Six uh, Quarantine. Now they have a name change, of course, given circumstances of the past year. So uh, yeah, you know, it's. I didn't realize it was a full sixty dollar game. And that's where I'm like, uh, you're asking okay. a lot. Yeah, even though I did like what they showed today at the uh, Ubisoft conference, I did think that there was some really cool elements to that game that I think could be interesting for sure. I just don't know about sixty dollars interesting to me personally. You know, what I'm saying not trying to throw down the game and say that a game is not worth the price that it's at. You know, but for me personally, I don't know about all that. You know, what I'm saying. Lastly, here. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Absolutely not. Holy shit, absolutely not, my Dude, boy? Dude, you, even if it were like, hey, this is on PS Plus for free, please download it. It's a no. Listen, man, I know it's a Ubisoft game, but really? Dude, not only is it an Ubisoft game, right? But it's uh-huh. Avatar. Wow. Like. Wow. wow. G- listen, granted, we're on the same page where if it was Avatar Last Airbender, you know, we'd be over the moon. Oh yeah, no. If it were trust that at an avatar like beat 'em up game where you can quick swap uh, the elements, like in Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, fuck. It's it would be a different it would be a different story. Go through Ang's mm-hmm. story, like you get to play it mm-hmm. instead of just watch it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, that would they could easily do it, bro. They could easily do it. You you get like a you get a decent company that knows how to make good games. And so Ubisoft's off the table. You piece of shit. Am I wrong? No. <laughs> Ubisoft could do it. Ubisoft could do it. Have you seen their it. fucking skill I, trees? I doubt no, it. No, 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 no. I'm not going to accept this. Have you seen their skill trees in, like, Valhalla or Odyssey? Okay, they are known. Listen, oh, they wow. It's clearly a see- skill tree. That's, no, that's they, the selling point? Li- <laughs> no, they... They seem like they know what they're doing in terms of having a wide array of different abilities that vary, right? I think that they could do it. Uh huh. You know what? I know they could do it. That's, Not think. I know they could do. That's it. That's a lot of faith for. For them, like, it, <laughs> dude, it's like saying, "Is like, I know Burger King can make a good burger. I know." Hey, the Whopper's not bad. Uh, I mean, come on. Bro. I get crazy heartburn every time I eat Burger King. I used to love it. But, or like Red Robin to you because for some reason. Oh, you know. don't even get. Oh, I just got tricked. Oh my god, I just I saw a flash of light at Ragnite. I saw a flash of light 
I saw the devil for a second there. Red Robin's god awful. Don't even talk to me about you that. You are not only wrong, but offensive. Red Robin is the equivalent to KFC in terms of they're both fucking horrible at what they're mainly supposed to be good at. It's beyond me. You're wrong. It's beyond. KFC we how, agree on. Yes. KFC, I know you won't find me on. Yeah. But, like, bro, how is it that the best thing at Red Robin are the bottomless steak fries? How is that even possible? Dude, Red Robin's burgers are possible? good. You're just a coward. You're not strong You're fucking god-awful. You're not strong fucking enough. nasty, bro. You're not strong Listen, enough. if you don't ask me for a temperature on the burger, that's a problem. Now... I'm not talking about fast food burgers. That's a whole different dilemma, right? That's the expectation that I'm not looking for high quality burgers. But if you're Red Robin, like if you're a sit down, you know, not fast food restaurant, right? You you gotta have a level of quality to your burger, and it's just not there. It's just it's just it's just not there. Yeah, I'm offended. Listen, look, man, it's my favorite restaurant. I'm not gonna lie to you right now. Wait, no, it's not. I if I could go anywhere to eat, like, <laughs> please, please don't say this. Dude, please don't say this. Red Robin is the place I'm going. What the fuck? Absolutely. <gasps> what? Yeah, bro, I would rather get a millionaire burger from our old restaurant any fucking day of the week. Not only are you wrong, but you're offensive. Huh? You're telling me that the Red Robin burger is better than Absolute, better than the burger that we the Royal Bre- Red Robin burger is top tier. Listen, I don't want to ever hear anything about your mouth about me not having good taste. Dude, I don't ever want to hear the taste. You have awful taste. What? Bro. Oh, my God. Like, this, that, that's no, your reputation. This right that's your reputation. You got bad I can't taste. believe. I can't believe this man said that he would rather go to Red Robin. Absolutely. <sighs> wow. Dude. <laughs> this is, Ubisoft is the wow. KFC of game development. Not true. Absolutely true. <laughs> and we're talking true. like, like, okay. Obviously, there are worse studios, but triple in the in the world of triple A, Ubisoft is the KFC of game development. That's a good question. Who's the who's my least favorite favorite triple A? Uh, um, Ubisoft. That like that like I've personally played. That's a good um, question. Because like. I know Bethesda gets a lot of slack for like just like their game engine. Oh, right? Bethesda's pretty awful. But I, I can't say it because I, I mean I, I played Fallout seventy six and like I didn't necessarily love the gameplay of it, right? Like I did think it felt a little bit janky, right? But like I don't know. I don't know if I can sit here and say that off of just playing seventy six, right? I mean, um, they just have a lot of busted games. Yeah, yeah. Like there's yeah. no quality assurance until it blows up in their face. <laughs> oh man! Here, let's. So, oh no! No, you you go. I was gonna say like EA until recently. That's not a bad option. Not that's not a bad option. Yeah. Recently, they turned it around. Mm. Like with Legendary Edition, Knockout City is really fun. Fallen Order a few years back was great. Uh. EA is okay. Ubisoft is definitely my least favorite. Like, there's a reason their games are always in the discount bin at Walmart. And that's all I'm going to say on it. Or they, you know, like to make sure that, you know, new players can experience their great, their great game content that they put out. 
you know. Yeah, then tell me why. Besides, tell me why hey. Naughty Dog's games are always in those glass bulletproof cases. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not gonna sit here and say that uh, Ubisoft games are the same tier as Play the Gym for Us Party. I'm not even trying to say that. Like, hold on. Like, like, <laughs> listen, man. I know quality, right? I'm just saying that, you know, Ubisoft games are um, quality. You know? Lowercase first party. quality. Lowercase Comic Sans quality. No. No. They are lowercase quality, but the lowercase quality is the highest tier of studios that are not PlayStation. First party. Uh, <laughs> I, I sound like I, I sound like a fo- I sound like a Sony pony right now. Trust that. Nah, that's the most fanboy shit I've seen. Uh, I mean, heard. I mean, said that that that's that's probably top three most fanboy shit I've ever said in my life. Microsoft Studios, their games never really hit for me. Yeah. Other than Halo, but, tell me a good Microsoft Studios game. Challenge. Uh, I think I think people like Gears of War. Uh, Gears of War was good mm. until it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, we'll 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 see tomorrow how it all goes down, man. Like, I I, I just want to see some good games. Period. Is, like, is that so fucking hard to get? Spider Man Two. <laughs> I please. I know Insomniac. You just released a great game. I get it. I have one more favor. <laughs> <laughs> one more favor. <laughs> Give me a teaser Spider Man Two. I just I, I I don't need gameplay. I don't need a CG trailer. I just you, you it doesn't even need to be like a title card. It just hey, we're working on Spider Man. Have a good night. <laughs> I know you are, but just like tell me. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> Bye guys, have a good night. <laughs> oh man. Let's let's get to something that we both agree upon, right? Let's get away from this red red robin bullshit, you know. You mean this, taste? Uh, this 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 attack on the quality of uh, Ubisoft titles, you know what I'm saying? Uh, let's just you know, let's just let's, you know, say. Uh, <laughs> question of the week: How good is Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate and Intermission DLC? It's 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 all caps good. All caps to the highest spaced degree. out like the letters are spaced out, bolded, italicized, and underlined. Also, um, for those that are listening to this right now, um, yes, we're going to spoil the shit out of the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, if you haven't played it, you you What's you should probably dip. But uh, yeah, number one, what's wrong with you? Number two, you know what? Unless you waited for the, unless you waited for the PS5 version, that's the only acceptable reason why. That's it. That's it. You know. Um, but I guess spoiler-free thoughts. Um, it's very good. You should buy it. It's worth every penny. I'm sure Arachnite has the same opinion, probably tenfold. Absolutely. Clear it up. Honestly, okay. you're the biggest Final Fantasy fan I know of. I don't even know if I can say that, bro. I bet because, I know like, of. I mean, I mean, like, yeah, like, Five Fantasy Seven Remake, like, unlocked, like, a, a level of passion in me that I did not know I could ever rekindle again after all the pain I've been through in my life. <laughs> that sounds dramatic as fuck. Jesus. But, <laughs> I didn't know I could feel this type of love again. But, um, no, like, I, I fucking love it. I, I, I really, really fucking love it. And, um, but I want to hear from you first, right? So, because I assume you're deeper in the game than me. Because I've been playing Ratchet, too. So, where are you in Integrate and how are you feeling? Uh, where am I? Uh, Cloud just got kicked out of... Oh, no. Uh, we're on Jesse's mission. Mm, okay. Where she's like, oh, I want to go see my family. And I tried doing the Biker Boy achievement. 
where you do the entire thing and stay above 80% health, you can't redo a checkpoint. Like if Wait, you, what? If you restart a checkpoint to, uh-huh. to say, oh, I took more damage than I should have, and you restart, you fail. Interesting. You literally cannot mess up. It's you get one shot. One shot. And hmm. and it's not. And I didn't have a save from uh, before, so it's like, well, <laughs> I guess I gotta do it on on another playthrough. Damn. But I I I um I almost got it. I messed up at the very end, so I reloaded a checkpoint. Uh, tried it two more times. Finally landed it, and Jesse's like, "You failed the test." I was like, "Great, awesome." <laughs> Great, awesome. Oh, it's that one trophy where it's like you have to get like acknowledged by Jesse for doing something. Yeah, it's right? like you you drove really well and you get a kiss on the cheek. You see, I could have sworn Jesse kissed my cheek during the first playthrough, but I don't have that trophy. Then uh, she might have done. She does it at the end when you go visit her oh. at, at her uh, at her place. She kisses you on the cheek. It's like, oh, come back tomorrow night. It's like, yeah, no, yeah, I'm, yes, I, ma'am. I feel like I remember it being, I don't know, maybe I'm misremembering. Honestly? Maybe, yeah, perhaps you're right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you, you just played it. You would know, absolutely. I haven't finished it, though. I, uh, I, from the extent of my memory, I believe it's when you're done with the mission. But, uh, after playing through OG Final Fantasy VII, they really overhauled Jesse and like Biggs and Wedge. Oh yeah. Like they were barely in the original game. They have like no lines, bro. Yeah. Like they're like not even characters. Yeah. It's yeah. but in uh in remake, like I'm vibing with like Biggs. Like Biggs is someone that I would drink with. Wedge is Wedge is someone you play games with. And Jesse's a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, I know I'm a little bit partial towards Tifa. You're a bit partial towards Aerith, obviously. But, but we can, res- we can like, we I'd- shake hands on Jesse. Yeah, like, I feel like we don't talk a lot about Jesse. You know what I'm saying? And, and I, I got to give it up, you know? Chapter one, I found her very endearing. She's I, very endearing. I forgot how much I missed spending quality time with her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Shot to Jesse, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, hey, hey, you know. And like, I know there's a subsect of people that are Jesse stands, right? I've just never really acknowledged them, you know. But I gotta, I, I gotta tip my hat, if I will. I, under, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, you know, if, Jesse is great. If Aerith wasn't in the equation, or Aerith, if I knew for a fact Aerith was gonna get, uh, the same fate as OG. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like it was unavoidable mm-hmm. that, uh, yeah, no, I would go with Jesse. But uh, spoilers: Jesse gets Millie rocked. Fuck that! That made me. I had, I had forgot about that low point, um, until you just said it. Damn, fuck! It hurt. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> like, listen, Biggs, I love that you made it out, bro. You're the homie. I would have traded you in a heartbeat. <laughs> yo, hey yo, hey yo. Oh man, I don't know. Yo, Biggs, Biggs is my guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. Like, 
Big's my right hand. You know what I'm saying? He, all right, Barrett's the right hand. Like, come on. I mean, uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, like, I'm happy Big's made it. I'm ha- or it was Wedge. Wedge made it. I mean, doesn't Biggs, like, open his eyes, like, at the very last second of the yeah, game or I, something like that? Like, th- doesn't he start to wake up? I think. I know I know. Wedge Wedge never dies, dies. Like, he, he he's alive. Like, the if, if we go off of the, the pretense of Biggs and Jesse are, like, gone-gone, they're not. But if they were, absolutely, without a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt in my mind, I would dropkick Wedge into that tower for Jesse. Holy shit! Like, like everybody's like, "Oh, we made it, we made it!" And well, well, no one's paying attention. Full run, full kick. Wow! Like, for to trade like a soul for a soul, <laughs> it's not even a hard choice. It's not, like there's not even a, a second of hesitation. Like, Biggs doesn't or like Wedge is like, "Oh, the Wedge and Biggs don't have family." It's like that's great. Uh, alley-oop. Like, wow. I mean, the only people that are going to miss him are us. And I'm making that choice. Jesse's got a family. You know, when you break it down like that, right, where, where it's like Jesse has a family, like more people are gonna miss will her. miss her than if we lose Wedge. <laughs> God damn. Oh, man. Just, just, you know, a shout out to Jesse. Shout out to Jesse. Shout out to Jesse for sure. Absolutely sure. shout out. To, like, Jesse is a sweetheart. She's a little desperate, but it's okay. It's always fun to get chased. You know what I'm saying? Doesn't happen. Doesn't, doesn't happen to be that often. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, yeah no, it doesn't happen. <laughs> doesn't happen to me, but, you know, it's it, 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 nice to vicariously kind of feel Yeah, that. I was just about to say, it's like living, <laughs> living vicariously is always nice every once oh, in a man. while. Wow, it's like yeah, like it's it's very apparent that yeah, Jesse is is, is she, thirsting. Oh, for cloud. even even Cloud is like, how desperate are you? Yeah, and it's like damn, I've I've I don't mind. I can't relate. <laughs> can't can't I can't relate. Um, we are not the same, but Cloud. We're definitely not the same. Also, big up to Cloud. Um, so you're wait, so you haven't gotten wait? I'm trying to remember. No, you haven't gotten to Aerith's part, have you? Uh no, I uh because that's after the uh the second Mako yeah the yeah. second Mako uh bombing yeah yeah bombing sounds, well it sounds so like weird it's like oh the heroes of the story are bombing places yeah yeah oh, I can't wait man I can't wait to get to that part yeah I just beat chapter one um I've been I've been I've been having this co- I've been having this you know like this this dilemma where. I don't know if I want to play the game on normal or hard, because I kind of, like, eventually I want to get the platinum, but it's like, do I really have it in me, you know? And and I'm just not confident I have it in me, and you gave me some wise wisdom, you know? You're like, Kev, you you haven't played the game in, like, a year, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're probably not going to be able to jump into hard mode, you know? So I'm like, you know what? You're right. So, so, so maybe I should play a normal playthrough. You know what I'm saying? Play the Yuffie DLC, right? Well, f- actually, first I'm playing the Yuffie DLC. Then I'm going to go to the story again. Um, and then perhaps come back for a, for a hard mode challenge. Because I do have to beat every chapter on hard mode, right? So I do have to go through, go through the game again. Yeah. So there is that. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah. Yeah. Um, 
That's that. That's not my thing, but I did beat chapter one on normal, and uh, it's great because like I, I, like I said last week, you know, like it's it's gonna be great to come back to remake with the context of the first game. You it, know, it's a game changer. Yeah, I bet it's a whole different dynamic, bro. I bet it's a whole different dynamic. You know, for sure, for sure. Like all those like, little details you were excited about in the Yuffie DLC. That's the whole game. Yeah, like, dude, oh my god. You know what, fuck it. Let me talk a little bit about the Yuffie DLC, right? Because there's been a little bit of things here and there, okay? Um, they they constantly bring up Wutai, right? Yeah. Love to hear about Wutai, you know what I'm saying, obviously. Um, uh, Yuffie, I think her last name is Kisaragi or something like that. Um, you know, she's the material hunter from Wutai. She's, she's in the original game as an optional party member, right? Um, but she does, like, this fast really fast paced like punching animation in the original game and it's there in the full game like like she she does it like to hype herself up to go into Midgar right and it's just like oh fuck yeah you know they fucking nailed that you know um and there's like little things here and there about like deep ground as well that I'm starting to see as well um that's from Dirge Cerberus and um it's great man it's great it's great I think um Yuffie is like instantly like likable you know, um, which it is a little bit different because like she does have her like what some people would call like annoying side of Yuffie, right? In the original game, it it's in intermission, it's in this version of FF Seven, but it's a lot more likable. I feel like, you know, it's but. it like it they kind of dialed down. I think they just dialed it down. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, there's, there are some witty remarks that she has, and like some, some remarks of her like being like a little bit sassy, but like it's not mean yet. Like I wouldn't call her like and like an annoying mean person, you know. So she's just vibing. It's cool, man. Yeah, she's vibing. Oh, she's fun as fuck to play as, by the way. Fun as fuck to play as. She has really cool abilities. Super cool. Super cool. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm I'm early on in her. Uh, and her DLC. Um, I, I know there's two chapters, and it starts after the uh, Mako Five reactor bombing. So right, so like during while I'm playing as Yuffie, Cloud is like meeting Aerith, and like they're they're doing that whole thing. So it's cool, man. It's cool. It's cool. I'm I'm really 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 enjoying it so far, and I'm, and I enjoyed the first chapter of what I played for Final Fantasy Seven because it's it looks fucking gorgeous. Stunning, stunning on PS5. Stunning, you know what I'm saying? You love to see it. You love to see it, and that 60 frames—it's everything I wanted, man. It's, it's 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 everything I wanted. You know what I'm saying? It's perfect. Perfect. It's perfect. 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 So, you 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 got anything else to say about Final Fantasy VII? Overall, play Final Fantasy VII. I agree. I agree. If you have it. Go play it. Hmm. <clears throat> My game of the year, without a without a doubt. I did want to ask you one last question. Okay. Hit me. Okay. Because I've been seeing people, I've been seeing people talk on timeline about this. Right? People are debating: is it, is it, going to be acceptable if we claim Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate as our game of the year again for twenty twenty one? I don't think so. Okay, so you say no? No. Because it's uh, it's a uh, PS5 uh, patch. I know, but dude, like, come like, on, like, like, it's so good. You know what I'm 
saying. That, like, that, like, that, that's me <laughs> saying that, like, Spider-Man Remastered is my game of the year of 2020 because it's Spider-Man. Like, Spider-Man was my game of the year of 2018. It's, Listen. It's a I, PS5 patch. I think that we should just do it again. You know? Why not? Why not? You know? I mean... No. Do it for Aerith. You know? Don't do that to me. I mean... You don't, don't do that to me. I'm, okay. Okay, like, step back. I'm joking, right? Like, I don't know if Integrated would be my game of the year at the end of the year. Um, but I do want to hear someone's case if it actually ends up being the case. I do want to have that conversation, you know. But I'm not sure if that'll be coming from me, you know. So, we'll see. But, yeah. Uh, positive vibes, 5-7, Integrated. Definitely buy it. And uh, as of this going live, I'm sure Xbox has some interesting stuff that's being announced as well. So definitely be on the lookout for that on Twitter and like Discord if you want my impressions on that or whatever. I'm sure I'll be talking about it. Um, but yeah, that's about it. But uh, you got any last statements to say on this uh, on this on this E3 save slot edition? You know what I'm saying? There's a lot going on, but you, you got anything you want to say to the people one last time in this episode? Play Final Fantasy VII. I agree. Also play Ratchet. Also play Ratchet. Also play Ratchet. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is a goatee contender. Um, spoiler alert. Definitely a goatee contender. Really? For sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Like, for for me, um, it's, I think, a little bit more than Returnal. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I would consider Returnal like in the currently, I'd put it in like the top five goatees right now. You know, I would like to have to sit down and like look at my list and see. You know, but there hasn't been like a ton that's released this year yet. You know what I'm saying? But we yeah. we got time. We definitely got time. We definitely got time. But um, yeah, this has been of course Save Slot Podcast episode twenty, the weekly news show about any and all things PS Five, PlayStation games, and PlayStation itself. Catch the show here on you on youtube.com says plays and source as well as podcast services like Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, etc. via our anchor link down below in the description. Like the video and or rate the podcast to help to see more viewers so we can grow the PSS family down below as well. Let us know what you like or dislike about the show and and connect with us further on Twitter and Discord in that description. If you're feeling generous, hit the join button, become a member of the $1 Prince tier like Zabiwa Musa and Gameplay Sir, and our $5 King Chain members just like Caleb Kaiser, Arachnite, SideQuest Sean, City of Ed Gaming, and the homie Owen. Don't miss any stream series. Um, it is Sunday by the time you guys hear this. I plan on streaming more Ratchet & Clank tonight, Sunday night, the day that you guys hear this podcast, so definitely look on the lookout for that. And um, yeah, that's about it. Thank you all for watching. And as always, greatness awaits.